and I don't know like what happened, but like something in my brain just kind of like shifted. It was like, okay, I'm so done with today. I am literally just giving up right now because it's not going to turn out the way that I want to. So I'm just going to put the kid in charge for a second and just do whatever he wants to do. And I, I don't, I know this is just like a simple question. What brings you joy? But like, I can't, I can't explain it in just a few words, apparently. So like what brought me so much joy though, was just that I just was able to listen and by listening, I was able to be heard, you know? And so after we got done with our movie, um, I said, okay, uh, now that we're done with our movie, we do need to clean up the living room. Okay. And we do need to, um, you know, get out of our PJs and get into like normal everyday clothes. And like, we need to make sure that the laundry is started. So, um, you know, can you help me with this? Can you help me by picking up all of your toys? Um, and it was like a total shift in the house. <laughs> Motherhood is an honorable and full-time job, but between the dishes and diapers lies a woman with her own hopes and dreams. Here we discuss the woman behind her title mother and the many things that bring joy into her life. I'm your host, Jerrica, and welcome to season three of She Has a Name Too. This season is packed with inspirational stories of women just like you and I. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. All right, welcome back to She Has a Name Too. I am so excited today to have Jesse with me. Thank you for joining me today, Jesse. Well, thanks for having me. Um, Jesse and I knew each other. We went to church together in college, and she w- taught one of the classes at church, and she's just so funny. She says it <laughs> how it is. She will say exactly what's on her mind, um, and she won't mince, mince words. So um, I'm excited to have her on the show. and talk about who she is beyond motherhood. So that takes me to my first question, Jesse. It is, who are you when you aren't being called mom? Um, so, wow. Yeah, so I have a lot of hobbies. Um, I feel like I just kind of pick up a new one every so often. And um, I actually just got diagnosed with ADHD. And so I used to think I was just like so cool because I would put a lot of focus into like picking up something new and be like, you know, really dedicated to it and everything for a little while. Um, And then it just kind of became one of my normal hobbies and I would just pick it up every now and again. But actually, that's just a symptom of ADHD. (laughs) Um, That's just me being, you know, (laughs) totally unfocused on multiple things at the same time. But that's fine because I I have totally thought of it as like a really cool thing. (laughs) So I'm, I'm glad about that. I'm really glad that I like to learn lots of new things. So one of those things is like photography. Um, I got... Uh, a camera because I really wanted to be able to take my um, son's pictures. Uh, I wanted to be able to have like current um, pictures of him at different times in his life. And I didn't want to have to like dish out a whole bunch of money every time I wanted updated pictures, you know? And uh, I just, I just got so frustrated with like different photographers in the area because, you know, like in Rexburg, if you own a DSLR, then like you're a photographer. And I just don't, (laughs) I don't like that stereotype. And I really don't like that uh, deal that everybody kind of has. It's like this unspoken rule. Um, but I realized that once I got my DSLR, I was like, "Uh oh, I don't really know how to use this as well as I thought I did. Like, I mean, I took a couple of classes in high school. I've dabbled a lot. I've 
you know, I've uh, watched YouTube videos and I've read up on different tutorials and, you know, I've like really done my research and my studying and stuff. But um, when it came to taking pictures, I was like, huh, this one's kind of blurry or huh, this one's kind of like not the right lighting. Like, I wonder why it's not as easy as I used to think it was or how I remember it was or whatever. Um, and so I started like this little like, I, I hesitate to call it a business, but it, it kind of is a business where I just have an Instagram. Um, people can follow me on Instagram. And if they want any photos done, I just work with their budget and I just say, hey, like, you know, so I'll probably end up taking this many photos. Um, and after editing them, it's going to take me about this much time. Uh, you know, I can probably do this for this amount of money. Like, how would you feel about that? And then if they oh, it's a little too out of our budget for us, then I just take it down. Or if they say, well, you know, that's actually really generous and we'd be willing to pay you more, then I'm not going to say no, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> and so it's just become like a really great outlet for me to be able to practice on other people's photos so that I'm also not messing up on my own photos <laughs> of my own family. And I feel like in the past year, I have learned a lot, although I do have a lot more to learn. And so... I'm still, I'm still working. I'm still going, you know, and I've worked with a lot of different like photographer friends that I've met through that platform. And that's been a lot of fun too, because they're just like, there's a lot of people that are just really willing to help. And I just really love that. Um, I, I also have like a, an Etsy shop for my crocheted items. I really like to crochet and it's not all just like sweaters and mittens. Like, I mean, there's some, some things that are just decoration. There's some things that are like really useful. Um, I've done a few different bags and like, I don't know, just, I really like just kind of pushing my limits and seeing where I can go uh, with crochet. Right now I'm working on like the, these different planters because you can like crochet these really cute planters for like air plants or even plants that use soil. Um, but I'm just, you know, I'm just kind of branching out little by little. And then anything that I make, I don't really want to keep everything that I make. So I made an Etsy shop for that. And yeah, hopefully people will take that stuff so that my house isn't crowded with, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so like back to your question, <laughs> other than photography and crocheting. Um, so just my hobbies, like, I mean, I'm a student right now. I'm also working at one of our tutoring centers on campus. And I, I mean, I try really hard to be a good wife to my husband, but I think that sometimes it can just be so overwhelming because we're so focused on other things right now. But every like week, it's like, I know when I've reached my limit and I'm like, okay, no, like we need just us time. Like, like, let's just put the kids to bed, like give them some melatonin you know, like, and just put them to bed and let's just, you know, stay up and like watch a movie or let's stay up and just talk or let's play like Super Mario. Like, I don't care. Like we have to do something together. And so I noticed that like with all of the things that I'm doing, uh, it's so hard for me to find balance like every day, but I think that on a weekly basis, we get there somehow, but on a daily basis, I think we could be a little bit better. <laughs> hey, you know what? If you can get there on a weekly basis, if you're like feeling like by Saturday night, you're like, okay, you know, I've, I feel okay. I know I reached my limit in some things and I need to fill my bucket in others. Um, I think that's pretty good. Like that's, that's more than a lot of people. 
right? Okay, so where can people find you on Instagram? Yes, so on my photography one, it's j.leigh.photo. So j.lee.photo. Um, and then my handle for my Instagram is, for uh, crocheting, is at Nifty Gifties by Jesse. So N I F T Y G I F T I E S B Y J E S S I. Nifty Gifties by Jesse. <laughs> okay, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> that was really impressive. I was like, holy cow, I don't think I could do that with my handle. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, cool. So if you guys want to go check out her photography and her crocheting, go check them out on Instagram. Give her a follow, like all of her pictures, and buy some of her crocheting so that she can get it out of her house. Amen. (laughs) That's awesome. Okay, so what you also mentioned that you're doing school. Um, So what are you, what's your degree in? What are you working on? Right. So my degree, I've changed it like a billion times, but um, (laughs) right now, and I will graduate in this, is um, interdisciplinary studies. And with interdisciplinary studies, you have to have an emphasis and you also have to have a minor. So my emphasis is in child development, which is really handy because I'm developing children. And my minor is in TESOL, which is teaching English to speakers of other languages. Oh, cool. Very cool. Um, So how do you hope to use your minor? in the future? Um, so right now, um, I'm working in the English Transition Center on campus, which has been so rewarding. Um, and so we're able to work with like all of the college students that come in that are still learning English. And so typically they are international. Um, not always, but typically they are. And we just help them with like Um, different classes that they're taking so they can take classes through our center or they can take you know just their normal load and then come in and get like a study buddy Um, and it's just been so fun to get to know all these different people from different cultures later on after I graduate I hope that I can work in a school setting and help students that you know maybe maybe like their parents come from different countries or whatever, or maybe, maybe they have also, maybe they're just in a predominantly different language household, you know? And so English isn't necessarily their first language or they're still learning it. They're still getting used to it. Um, And with, with child development, it's kind of like assumed that I will be working in preschools and I would love that. I would love to work in preschools with like all the littles and, you know, be able to use my TESOL with that. Um, But I don't, I don't always know for sure that that's going to happen. I think it would be Um, an interesting experience to work in like a dual immersion program, but I don't know that that's always, um, that's always like for sure going to happen with like preschools. I could, I could probably do that in later grades and I'm fine with that too. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, but I really got interested in child development when I was pregnant with my first son um, and I was tutoring somebody um, and they had all these child development classes. And so we're reading through her homework every appointment, you know, and I'm like, man, my homework is like super lame. Like, I really want to do your homework. Like, It sounds so much more fun and way more interesting. And so I figured out how I could change my major. Um, and I did. And um, it's just been like a huge blessing 
discussing with my son. And like, now I'm like, okay, like, why is he crying now? Or why is he throwing a temper tantrum? And then I can just think back to like my class and I'm like, oh yeah, like we totally learned about this. <laughs> and, um, and I feel like that is just so <laughs> detrimental for me because I'm an only child. And so I didn't really have, I did have like step siblings growing up, but um, never when I was really little. And a lot of the uh, step siblings that I had, well, like my dad uh, would get divorced after like, you know, some time. And so I don't actually technically have any step siblings now. <laughs> um, and we haven't kept in contact or anything. And so it's like, I, I, you know, I still feel like an only child, even though I was still exposed to having siblings at different points in my life. And so when it came time to like having kids, I was like, okay, like there has got to be some sort of manual. Like, I know that we all joke like, oh, you didn't come with a manual. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Ha, ha, ha. But I'm like, okay, no, can I write one then? Because this is ridiculous. Like, what, what am I supposed to do with him? You know? Um, but, you know, I, I mean, through trial and error, you know, we, we figured it out. I think we're doing okay now, three years later. But um, in the beginning, that was like, huge for me, having the child development classes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And I've often thought that too, like, having taken some child development classes, I'm like, there is a manual. There's this, there's Google. There's like so many, there are so many blogs on Pinterest and there are accounts um, just like this one on my Instagram where we talk about motherhood and we talk about kid things and like we do have support. It exists, right? But you have to go find it. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I love though that you like switched your major and like to find that joy, like I, like that's what it sounded like to me was like you weren't finding any excitement in doing your homework and you found excitement in doing someone else's homework. So that's really cool that you just, you're like, okay, I'll switch my major then to that. Yeah. Cause like my major before was Spanish education. And like, I mean, I feel like the Spanish teachers of today are just so noble and so humble. And I know why it's because no one wants to take Spanish in high school. And I like, I, I feel so bad saying that, but I mean, like, I just, I just didn't really find a whole lot of joy in that. And do I love speaking Spanish? Yes, absolutely. Do I hope to like teach my children someday? Do I hope to like be able to use it someday? Yes, absolutely. But I don't want to teach Spanish classes like in a school setting. I feel like um, they, they lose all of their, all of their like, I don't know, all of their spunk, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's just not enjoyable for the teacher or the student. <laughs> and um, so, I mean, at least now with like child development, it's like preschoolers most of the time are like always happy, you know, like you just give them a toy, you give them a sensory table, they'll be fine. You know, you give them some snack, right? <laughs> but like, uh, and then when, when they aren't happy, like you, you can know why, because there's been so much research done on it, but people don't do research on like why people don't want to do <laughs> Spanish in high school or whatever. Right. 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 Maybe Spanish class in high, like Spanish class doesn't like spark that joy in teenagers. Like if it's not joyful for the teacher, then it's not going to be exciting for the teenagers. Um, so <laughs> that's my awkward transition <laughs> to what brings you joy? <laughs> um, I feel like uh, 
I, you know, the other day, like I was just having a really hard day at the end of every semester. My husband has to spend like eight to 10 hours on campus for like, um, his work. Cause he's a TA for some of the accounting courses and they have to do these projects. And so as part of being a TA, he kind of does like a pre-screening of all of their projects and they're like an hour long. And so, uh, so he's gone like around finals week every every day for several several hours and it just bogs me down especially with two kids now because usually like i'm able to have like a little bit of a break reset and then come back and then like be a really good mom you know what i mean um but the other day i was just like okay i can't do it anymore so like i'm feeding my um baby and i'm like sobbing <laughs> so i'm feeding him and he's finally happy he's like he's he's eaten he's been changed he's been cleaned and he's like he's totally fine he's ready to take a nap or whatever he's ready to snuggle and then my three-year-old he's like mom can we just like can we just watch a movie in our pjs and i'm like Yes. Okay. Like if that gets you to stop like screaming or if that gets you to like stop doing whatever, like, yes, I don't, I don't even care. And so, um, we, that's what we did. We just like pulled out our little couch bed and we just cuddled up and, um, we were in our PJ still and we like watched a movie and then, um, everything else just kind of worked out. And I don't know like what happened, but like something in my brain just kind of like shifted. It was like, okay, I'm so done with today. I am literally just giving up right now because it's not going to turn out the way that I want to. So I'm just going to put the kid in charge for a second and just do whatever he wants to do. And I, I don't, I know this is just like a simple question. What brings you joy? But like, I can't, I can't explain it in just a few words, apparently. So like what brought me so much joy though, was just that I just was able to listen and by listening, I was able to be heard, you know? And so after we got done with our movie, um, I said, okay, uh, now that we're done with our movie, we do need to clean up the living room. Okay. And we do need to, um, you know, get out of our PJs and get into like normal everyday clothes. And like, we need to make sure that the laundry is started. So, um, you know, can you help me with this? Can you help me by picking up all of your toys? Um, and it was like, a total shift in the house. <laughs> like, like, um, I was like super grateful for just time that I just got to spend with my babies and he was super grateful that he, you know, he, he had one of his needs met. Um, like whether it was just like, cuddle time with me or time where like we were just focused on each other and an activity or, you know, whatever it was like it was met. And then he was able to help me like meet some of my needs, which was just like, you know, <laughs> structure in the home. <laughs> and so we cleaned up a little bit. Um, I got some stuff ready for dinner. And when my husband got home, he gave me a little bit of time so that I could get some homework done. And we didn't have any more meltdowns of the day. Like, you know, it was, it was like, so great. Would I have uh, done the day differently? Yes, absolutely. 110%. But I feel like that's why I shouldn't always be in charge. Because, <laughs> um, you know, if I was in charge, like, <laughs> we probably wouldn't have watched a movie we probably would have like got you know gotten dressed and right away we would have done something productive and then later on maybe we would have watched a movie but like I was all about just like getting stuff done that day whereas 
my children who were just teaching me, they just wanted to <laughs> spend time with me. They just wanted to like slow down for a second. And the more I think about them, the more I just feel like that's the lesson that they're always teaching me over and over again is like, I need to slow down and I need to <laughs> just be with them a little bit more. Um, but like, you know, I feel like if I can get so much done, then I can really like optimize and emphasize my time with them. But really, they're thinking of it in a completely different way. They're like, why don't we just emphasize the time now? <laughs> and then we can be productive later, because we'll have all this energy to be productive. And I'm like, Oh, gosh, <laughs> like to be a child again, like, I, I really wish that I could have that mindset more, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, that's so sweet. Um, yeah, slowing down and just taking the time to cuddle and hang out and, like, be in the moment. I love that. What movie did you guys watch? Oh, you know, we probably watched Wally like, several times a day. So it was probably Wally. Um, it okay. might have been Cars or um, Toys, uh, to, like Toy Story. Um, I, I feel like my inner voice now is a mixture of Tom Hanks and Tim Allen because we watch Toy Story so much. Um, so uh, <laughs> it's like anytime I'm like, anytime I'm like leaving the house, like, oh, did I leave the oven on? Like, that's Tom Hanks in my head. Like I cannot get them out because we just, it's, it's always on. Like, and I mean, I, I feel bad saying that it's probably not always on. It's just, uh, Disney puts out so many different things. Like it's not just the four movies. It's also all of their shorts and things like that. And so it's like, sometimes, uh, when I watch something with Barry, uh, we don't always do like long movies because I don't want them to be sitting in front of the TV for, for very long. But, you know, I will say, okay, yes, we can watch like this eight minute short, you know, sure, that's fine. We'll watch that one. But then we have to go, we have to go like do what they did in the short or something like we have to, we have to do an activity that like, uh, kind of coincides with that because like, I, I'm trying to like draw him away from the TV every time. But I just feel like it's like every day we're watching a new short or we're watching a new like like 30 minutes of one of the longer movies or something and then we're like reenacting it too and so it's like all the time just in my head and then he also has almost all of the toy story toys you know like the actual dolls dolls you know and oh gosh so they all talk and i'm like oh gosh i'm just i'm never gonna get tom hanks and tim allen out of my head you know <laughs> that's awesome it could be worse though it could be so much worse toy story is a pretty and my daughter is obsessed with cars and so we've watched all of the car shorts and everything and like bless disney for putting out short films because we parents need those short films like Dear Disney, put out more, please, because <laughs> I've seen all of them a hundred times already. Yes, please, just <laughs> exactly. And you know, uh, Barry is really starting to like the uh, the popcorn one. I can't remember like what it's actually called, but it's like it's very minimal um, voice acting, but it's just more like visual stuff that you see. And so like the one that I keep thinking of is like where Buzz is trying to get everybody to work out. And so he's like 
leading this workout class with all of these toys. And it's really just like the different sound effects that the toys make. It's not really like no one's talking. There's no dialogue. And I really like those because it's just like music in the background and then something visual. And then it's over in like eight minutes. And I'm like, oh, see, that was like so great. Like, <laughs> you know, we didn't have to listen to them. <laughs> but you still got something out of it. Like how fun is that? (laughs) Yeah, they're so great. I actually really love that short with Buzz trying to get everyone to work out. I think it is so funny. It's just so great. Okay, so what have you learned recently that you think would benefit other moms, either like in a class that you've learned or as an experience that you've had recently as a mom? I feel like my life is like constantly learning things because I'm constantly seeking knowledge. I think I, that's just something that I really love to do. And so I'm not like, I don't, I definitely don't shame anyone for like not doing that. But I, I do feel like that's been so um, important to me within motherhood. Um, and one of the things that I think uh, has really affected me personally because of my ADHD diagnosis. Um, so I just got diagnosed like in January. Right. And so like I'm pushing 30, right? Like they couldn't have diagnosed me when I was eight, but no, yeah, that's fine. Like pushing 30, we're going to go ahead and diagnose you now. And, uh, I, so as I've been reading about ADHD and like parents who have ADHD, a lot of parents actually find out, um, as they're getting their children diagnosed because they're like looking at all the signs and symptoms and they're like, wait, that's me. (laughs) Hold on, that's not my kid. That's, that's me. So interesting. <laughs> yeah. And so like you see a lot of especially women because um ADHD has kind of always been this like hyper boys thing where like, you know, all the kids in like the third grade classroom, all of the boys are just super hyper. And therefore, you know, so many of those boys must have ADHD. But really, like ADHD in girls is like super prevalent and a lot of moms end up finding out when they're like 45 because that's the age that their kids their kids are at the age where they're probably going to get diagnosed and so as they're studying about it and they're finding out um they're like wait a second this is a lot of my brain too and so Anyway, a lot of the research that I've been doing and a lot of the like interviews that I've been having with people, uh, like different professors who have ADHD or different moms or like there's this podcast that I even stumbled across. um, They're all telling me, please just take a nap. (laughs) Just take a nap in the middle of the day. When you put your kids down, take a nap. And it always brings me back to like that first week of uh, the newborn stage when all the doctors are telling you sleep when the baby sleeps. And I freaking hate that. Oh my gosh. It's sleep when the baby sleeps. Yeah. Okay. Well, by that logic, (laughs) I'm going to poop when the baby poops and I'm going to do the laundry when the baby does laundry. And I'm going to, you know, I mean like (laughs) how, how do you just, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Nothing's going to get done, you know? (laughs) But, but, okay, I will say there is a lot of, you know, good behind that statement. And maybe in the beginning, it's kind of difficult because it's like, okay, I could take like an hour nap, or I could get the dishes done. I could take an hour nap, or I could straighten up the living room, Um, you know, like whatever. But now uh, that I'm, I have a three-year-old and I have an, 
almost nine month old. And I'm like, okay, as soon as they sleep, like I am depleted and I know that I need a little bit of like me time. So if like you're going to, if you're going to put your kids down, if you're going to go through all that trouble to get them to go take a nap. And a lot of the times that's more of a struggle than not, you know, (laughs) then you really should do something for yourself. And I think that that thing should be a restful thing. I don't really feel like uh, we should have the pressure to, you know, uh, go clean and go do laundry and go, you know, go be productive, like just do something restful. Not everybody's going to take a nap. Not everybody is going to be able to sleep or whatever, but doing something like meditating or uh, yoga, I get, well, okay, I can't say that for every, everybody, because yoga for me, I'm like, oh gosh, okay, this is really hard, like, this is not restful at all, <laughs> but, you know, if if you're able to do something that calms you down, then that's what you should yeah. be doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So I would say that's my biggest thing that I've learned lately. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to say amen to that. Um, something that I've learned recently too is uh, you don't have to sleep when the baby sleeps, but do something restful and, and it could be productive. Like it could still feel productive and restful at the same time. Like do what makes you happy during nap time. Um, yeah. There's these people I follow um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, there's these people mm-hmm. I follow on Instagram. I think they're called like Done and Done or something. And they're like a cleaning company. It's not really like a cleaning company, but it's like this mom and daughter duo. And they go in and they help people like uh, reorganize like all of their like trash closets and garages and like, you know, like junk drawers and stuff like that. And um, I love following them because they'll post these pictures of like before and after, and it'll just be like small spaces. They're like, Hey, this is my nightstand table. And it's like literally like a foot wide by a foot, you know, (laughs) foot wide or whatever, you know? And (laughs) so it's really not much space, but it can get like a lot of clutter. And so every once in a while um, when you know, I finally get my kids down or I finally have just like a moment of peace. I go ahead and I just clean like something small and I, I make it something small because that will bring me so much peace. And usually after that, then I am able to sleep for like a power nap, like a 30 minute power nap. It's like, I have to tell my brain it's okay <laughs> physically somehow. <laughs> like it's okay to like put stuff down because look, you were productive for a total of five minutes. Like you deserve a break, you know? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Five minutes of productivity and then a half hour nap. That's how we should do nap time. Yes. And I don't know why we don't all stop. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and um, (laughs) telling us how it is talking about who you are beyond motherhood. Um, and telling us what brings you joy. Um, I think that's, you know, different for everyone. And I think that's really important to find joy in the stage of motherhood. It doesn't have to be in motherhood, but during motherhood, (laughs) if that makes sense. Um, So thank you for joining me, Jesse. That was so fun. Do you have any last words that you want to share with everyone? Thanks so much for having me. Like this is, this is such an important podcast and like such an important thought to have for 
women who are, you know, going through motherhood. Because, like, I, I just feel like when I first became a mother to my oldest, Barry, um, it was, like, such a hard transition for me because all of a sudden it wasn't like a big celebration of I'm a mom. It was a celebration of here's the new baby. And so it was like, even in little things like birthday presents, I would get like onesies and I'm like, I can't fit in these. Like, why did you get these for me? Like, cause they're right. for the baby, you know, <laughs> or like, um, I feel like, you know, when, when um, someone would call me, they would, instead of saying, like, how are you doing? How's school? How's work? How's, you know, whatever they would say, how's the baby? And it's just like, you know, I, I love being a mom. I love my children so much. And I want people to worry about them. I want them to, you know, buy them gifts. I want them to be involved in their lives. But I also want a piece of that that's reserved for me. <laughs> and I don't feel like that's selfish. That's not selfish at all. And I hope that like, moms out there listening are able to really, um, remember that about themselves because there's so much worth in moms. It's not just about the children. It's about who's behind the scenes. And yeah, I just, I hope that moms really do know their worth because not just on Mother's Day, <laughs> you know? I'm so happy that you came on um, and shared your life, your motherhood with us. I'm so happy that I got to come and thanks for having me. That was, that was a lot of fun. It was really good to catch up too. Thank you for listening. Join the conversation and stay up to date on new episodes on Instagram at she has a name too. And make sure that you check out Jesse's Instagram at nifty gifties by Jesse. She has a name too is a production of Mecca radio. I Jerica Dennison was your host and was joined by Jesse Rockwood. This episode was edited by Alex Williams.